Happy New Year! Oh my gosh! Welcome back to the Finding Hope podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Bundy. If you are new here, there is always a new episode every Wednesday filled with hope, self-reflection, and biblical encouragement. I cannot believe it is already 2024. It's wild. I feel like I literally just celebrated 2023, but here we are again, and I'm hoping all of you guys had a magical Christmas and that you are ramped up, you're ready for this new year, you're excited, you're encouraged, you're making your lists, and if you're not, I hope that by the end of this episode, that's where you are, (laughs) and if you're already there, then that's literally the perfect place to listen to this, to actually make some practical changes for this next year of your life. So whether you are into creating goals, resolutions, or dreams for this next year, I'm sure there is some aspect of yourself or your life that you want to see improvement in. It could be fitness, health, financial success, improvement in your relationships, etc. But for whatever it is that you want to see growth or restoration in, it starts with change. And that is because if it didn't require change, you would already have what you wanted. So if you're even listening to this, I want to applaud you, congratulate you for being here, for setting yourself up for success, and for being aware enough to know that, okay, to make some changes, maybe I need to step out of my comfort zone a little. Maybe to have the life that I want this year or to have a better year than I did last year, then maybe I need to do something a little different that I haven't done before. So I just want to applaud you for being here and I hope this episode provides you with all of the tools that you need to feel confident stepping into this next season. I really want to explore where change actually begins so that we can see and experience the fullness of our goals and actually make them come true. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Change starts inside of your mind. For external change to occur, internal change has to happen. What I mean by that is we do what we do currently because of what we think. If we think eating healthy is a good thing, we are either motivated to eat better or we feel a sense of guilt maybe when we don't. Or if we think our toxic relationships in our life, whether that's work, friends, romantic, are going to improve and we believe that that they're going to get better, we stay and keep fighting instead of walking away. In both these scenarios, we have developed a belief that we are holding on to what subconsciously can affect every single thought, action, and response. With the example of the toxic relationship, if we have convinced ourselves it's going to improve and it is a thought we have daily, then the actions that follow will either confirm or deny that thought. When we are gaslit or experience projection or control, we might analyze the situation to help us understand it and be okay with it so that we can proceed in that relationship hoping for a better outcome. Whereas if you weren't actually believing the thought that this will improve, 
you might experience the same gaslighting projection or control and see it at face value. Being able to see the hurt and damage that it's causing you to absorb all of that. And when your thoughts change and you start thinking more objectively, then your responses become less attached to either confirming or denying your previous belief. The reason I say this is to hopefully paint a picture of how much our thoughts about things impact each emotional decision and feeling that we might have. If we believe money is abundant and always working to help us, we start seeing opportunities to not only live being generous and not in a lack mindset, but every time we have an encounter and experience with money, it feels as though it's on our side. Whether you got that coffee for free, whether you got paid, whether you got a discount, whether more money was in your bank account than the last time you looked at it and you remembered, all of these things are confirming the belief that money is on our side, that it is abundant, and that it is there to help us and we have access to it easily. It doesn't have this control over us in a negative way. Whereas if we're in the exact same situation, but we believe that money is scarce, it's hard to get, it's the cause of evil, etc., then we might tend to live in a way where we hold on to every single dollar, we're scared to let it go, we have poor spending habits, we don't like we don't feel like we can give or be generous because what we have, we don't even have enough for ourselves and we don't want to lose the little that we have. And when we get that free coffee, it feels like we deserved it because we didn't have enough money to probably afford it in the first place. My hope is just that you are starting to understand how influential our thoughts are in ways we probably aren't even aware of. So this is where we get into the fun, exciting things, because if you can wrap your head around the belief that things in your life are going the way they are because of the thoughts that you're already thinking and the thoughts are what need to change to have external change, then that opens up a whole door of opportunities. So now that we do understand the power of our thoughts, we can now understand that we have the power to change them. The good news is you don't need anyone else or anything else in your life to change. You just need yourself to get the results that you want. By accepting the responsibility, it's scary, yes, but it's beautiful and it's so powerful knowing, oh, you know what? I'm actually where I'm at because of me and I could get somewhere else also because of me. And I'm not saying that you're the reason you're in these horrible scenarios or you don't have money, you're in debt, you're in a broken family, you have horrible relationships. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, yes, you may not be there because everything was your fault, but you have the power to get yourself out of wherever you're in. And that is a beautiful thing and that is an empowering thing and that's a great thing because if you're not reliant on other people, then you can actually get where you want to go. It's when you're expecting other people, the world, your circumstances to be different for you to be different and for you to have a different life that that's when you usually will stay stuck. So the fact that we are breaking that and hopefully changing our belief about that 
is setting you up already for a better outcome than what you may have previously had. I'm sure to some extent we all know how powerful of a tool our mind can be. And I truly think that is why the Bible talks so much about guarding our hearts and minds, renewing our minds, what we should fill our minds with, and so on, because God created us to be so intelligent, capable, and full of endurance. So I want us to use our intelligence, capability, and the power to endure in ways that are going to get us the goals that we have for ourselves and for this next year. If you already have your list of your goals, your resolutions, your dreams, whatever that is, great. And if not, then I want you to think of what you want to improve, change, or be different in your life in this next year. Write down your thoughts behind whatever that may be. So for example, I really wanted to start this year on this fitness grind, be, I had so many just like fitness goals that I was really excited and eager to start on and achieve because last year, um, if you saw in the summer, I was really on my fitness grind again and I was working out twice a day. I was doing all sorts of things. I was like really pushing my body to the max and then I ended up getting injured and having to have some surgeries. And so I've been healing from that. And although that for the most part is healed, I was like, okay, great. I can start this year off stronger than ever. I'm going to get back to where I was and be even in better shape than I was. And I was like so excited. But about a week before 2023 ended, it was like around Christmas that week, Um, I've been having knee problems for the last like four years and it's gotten so bad where I can barely like sit down on the couch. I can barely walk some days. My knees will just like either give out or lock up. They've gotten really bad and I just keep pushing through and I noticed, okay, if I keep pushing through, like I actually don't think I'm going to get better (laughs) and my thought was telling me that I would. And when I realized and came to the reality that that's not actually true, I'm actually getting worse and worse, I needed to do something about it. So I went to the doctors and was in physical therapy. This all happened like right around Christmas this last year. So like a week or two ago. And I'm on a program to hopefully improve them. But being on this program and with their advice, they really are encouraging me to not do 90% of the exercises, the moves, the routines that I'm used to doing or know that I get results from. And I have a lot of limitations right now. So I can look at this and don't get me wrong. I was definitely tempted to be frustrated and to give myself a million excuses or feel like I should postpone my goals because of this injury and for it to improve, I really do need to cut 90% of what I was doing out. And those things are true. But if I choose to believe that I'm not able to achieve my goals because of that limitation, and I believe that it can't be done because I can't do it in the ways I previously was able to, then I'm limiting myself and letting this bump in the road turn into a stop sign. However, After I've had some time to mull over all of this and think outside of the box, 
I'm choosing to believe that I can actually achieve all of my goals and actually add to that list of fitness goals because I'm going to have to do it in a way that challenges my mind to break these previous thought patterns of this is how I get to where I want to go to now, okay, I have to find new ways because I still believe I'm going to get there. I just need to be more creative with it. And I'm able to relate to people on a whole different level because I'm forced to do things differently than what I've been comfortable with. And I can actually find new ways to use my body and to build strength physically, but also mentally, even if I don't see results and adjust other aspects of my life that could help contribute to the progress I want to make. My point is that by believing my bump in the road is a valid reason to stop and not push myself or believing that this bump could lead me down a new path that creates positive change and progress, not only in the area that I wanted, but also in my mind in ways I didn't expect, will cause me to either confirm or deny that thought with every action I take. A pastor once said to write down what you want to believe about yourself. So I'll use myself as an example for this. So let's say I write down, I am unstoppable no matter what limitations are put on me. From there, he said to then act, think, and respond in a way that confirms that thought. So let's say if I think that and I think I am unstoppable no matter what limitations are put on me and I go on a walk, I'm confirming that thought. Or I go to the gym every day, I'm confirming that thought. If I even put on a workout set in the morning, I'm I'm confirming that thought and so on. And so each little thing that I do confirms, oh, I'm actually, yeah, I can do this. Nothing can stop me. It doesn't matter what limitations were put on me. I'm still drinking my protein shake. I'm still doing my daily exercises. I'm still doing my physical therapy. And all of those things are confirming the thought that I'm unstoppable no matter what. But if I feel discouraged and I sit on the couch and watch a movie or eat foods that I know aren't fueling my body or decide not to exercise because it probably won't make a difference, then I'm denying that thought about myself. So the goal is to live in a way that always confirms the positive thoughts, statements, and ideas you have made about yourself. Colossians 3.2 says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And the things above are full of truth. And so I think really breaking a lot of lies that either other people believe about you, you believe about you, or your situation is the first step. If you believe the lies about your situation, then it's really hard to change those thoughts. So setting your mind on the things above, setting your mind on the truth, asking the Lord to reveal the lies in your life or in your situation that you may previously have believed or that believe right now and you don't even know it. Not letting our minds focus on the earthly things because the earthly things will always tell us why we can't have what we want, why things are never going to change, why it's hard to make the progress that we know we need to make to get where we want to go. Whereas when we set our mind on the things above, we are filled with hope, we're filled with power, we are filled with the truth, we are filled with wisdom, with self-control, 
all of the fruits of the Spirit. And so I love this verse because it's such a reminder of where our minds and our thoughts need to be focused on. Really quick, I want us to go back to the example of the toxic relationship because I know they can be so hard to navigate, so hard to understand, so hard to stay in, so hard to leave. It's like a you just feel torn all of the time. You don't know necessarily what's the right thing, what's the wrong thing. There's all of these obstacles kind of in the way for you to figure out what to do. And I want you to know that God does not want you to suffer through them. So if, let's say, the new thought you decided to write down is, I am worthy of respect and am confident in the decisions I make. Then when you feel the need to defend yourself, apologize when you didn't think you did anything wrong, or let yourself be yelled at, talked down to, punished for not doing what the other person thought, I want you to try to go back to that statement that you made about I am worthy of respect and I am confident in the decisions that I make. By reflecting back on this thought, my hope is you're able to start living in a way where you are able to honor yourself, your worth, and your voice. Because I know in toxic relationships, it can really make your voice feel so quieted and that you're not worthy of your opinion or the way that you saw the situation and your worth isn't what you may have once felt that it was. If you believe you are worthy of respect, when you feel disrespected, you have the opportunity to confirm or deny that thought. And remember, we're trying to get to a place where all of our actions, our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings are always confirming the positive statements and thoughts we are believing about ourselves and our situation. Maybe it is as simple yet powerful as saying, hey, I don't feel very respected right now. And although what I think you have to say is very important to me and I want to hear it, I need to be communicated in a way where I feel respected and honored moving forward. And just little things like that can make huge changes. And I know it can be so easy to just apologize or make the excuse not to work out or justify reasons why you should stay at that job and feel like it's not your fault that you don't have money, a healthy relationship, or opportunities that other people do. But there is so much hope for you because all you need to make the change is believing that you can actually do it and it's in your control and it starts by changing the thoughts you have. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I love this verse because... It just brings our attention back to the things God wants us to meditate on and to think on. And whether that's truth, being noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, all of those things we can meditate on in our lives and in ourselves and in God. And I know affirmations became a big thing a couple years ago 
or maybe it was before that, but I know they've been big in the last few years. And I do think it is so important to affirm the truth about yourself and your situation because it's so easy to believe the lies and not even know we're believing the lies. And even if when you're saying these things and you're saying, you know, God is with me, God is for me, God's already fighting this battle, or I have everything I need to accomplish my goals this year. I have everything I need to make these dreams come true. And I'm financially abundant. I'm financially stable. I'm no longer, I no longer attract poor relationships. It could be whatever. And even if you don't actually believe those things about yourself yet, you just speaking truth over yourself and meditating on what is from above and what is true, what is noble, what is right, what is pure and lovely, that is going to slowly transform your mind. Ephesians 4.23 says, be made new in the attitude of your minds. These verses highlight the transformative power of renewing our minds the importance of focusing on positive and God-honoring thoughts, and the impact our thoughts can have on our actions and well-being. I hope they provided guidance to you on how to align your thinking with God's truth for positive change and spiritual growth. I'm so excited to see all of the great things that are going to happen to you this year. And I don't know about you, but... I would previously kind of go into each year, especially the last year. I definitely went into 2023 feeling like, okay, 2022, I was wrecked. I feel like it was one of the hardest years of my life. I've learned so much from it. I've grown so much from it. It was such a storm. I'm through the storm and 2023 is my year of sunshine, of rainbows, of greatness. I feel so prepared and equipped. And although this year was really good, this past year, 2023, it wasn't all sunshine and roses and just happy-go-lucky that I thought it was going to be. And I feel like I've previously had this idea each year that it rolls around of this is my year this is my year and then the year happens and I'm like actually that was like a really hard year or there was a lot of good things but like there was a lot that that was awful and it sucked and it was not fun and I feel like God's really just been so gracious with me in that and I feel like something that he's placed on my heart going into this year, and I don't know if this will resonate with you, but I feel like he's just kind of shown me, Kayla, I've never promised to give you a perfect year. And there's always goodness in the years. There's always hardships in the years. I've promised to walk with you every step of the way. And I feel like that is something I'm really holding on to this next year. And I, I do believe good things for myself this year. I do believe positive growth. I do believe change. I do have so much hope for this year. But I'm not stepping into this year feeling like, oh, this is my year. This is my year. Everything's going to be great. Because I feel like God's given me 
a more realistic approach of, hey, like, uh, no, 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 no. Of course things are going to be great and they're going to be good. But I've actually promised to just be with you and help you and guide you through it. And so that's where my mind is at right now and where it's been and where I'm trying to keep it is in a place of, okay, Lord, like, I know you have incredible things in store for me, but I also know there's probably a lot of lessons I still have to learn. And though I feel super equipped from the previous years to just conquer everything, I know that you're going to use that for greatness, for goodness, for restoration, but there's also probably going to be things that aren't going to be fun for me to walk through or aren't going to be as pleasant. And I just thank you that I know you're already with me in that you've already gone through that with me and that you are there comforting me and teaching me and encouraging me the whole time. So I hope that this episode brought you some practical tips, but also filled you with hope for the changes that you can make in your life and knowing that they are so possible and just kind of seeing your situation, your circumstances, your relationships, your career, whatever that might be in a different way and being able to let God speak truth into the thoughts that you have and reshaping them and renewing them in a way that does cause the positive change to happen on the outside as it's happening on the inside. So I love you guys. Have an amazing week and happy new year's. Bye.